Hey, party people, have you joined our Discord server yet? You can meet fellow party people and interact with our cast and crew to talk about all things Encounter Party, both this first Ravnica campaign and our new campaign, which is a television show available on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel. To learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com or check the links in the show notes. Now, enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, our show features very strong language and graphic depictions of violence, so listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party... What started as a night on the town turned into a circus sideshow, as our players ended up on the wrong side of a good deal gone bad. Forced to choose a team, our players accidentally jumped into bed with one of the most notorious gangsters in all of Ravnica, one Mr. Frankie Peanuts. The you chose this side of the engagement. Does Saloran know about Frankie Peanuts? No. no. You could have had you could have had a campaign where you were trying to fuck with Frankie Peanuts, but you chose this side. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Also, look. actually, I don't think that's true. I think Saloran being a debt collector in the past is aware that Frankie Peanuts operates. But it's a pretty hands-off situation. Never first-hand experience. Gotcha. But also because the Orzov are technically protected by the guild pact with what they do, and entering an unsanctioned gang war with the gangs of Ravnica is unnecessary mess that would cost a lot of profit. They can't they can't be competed with within the guild pact. But if they start mucking around with unaffiliated crime. They can be breaking the law. They can be retaliated for. Look at Laura's Atch and say, did you hear that? Yes, I did. <laughs> Any questions you have for this guy before we go have ourselves another date at the 10th Street Eatery? No, as I understand it, we need to schedule an appointment with one Mr. Franklin Peanuts. <laughs> uh, and then I will look at Fakara amidst her tears <laughs> and say... Lorzach and I may have done a thing to get you out of stone, and that thing involved a guy, and that guy we may have to go talk to again. So explain to Fakara the uh, the rough idea of a Frankie Peanuts and head to the 10th Street Eatery. We good? Frankie Peanuts? Let's yeah. go. Yeah, let's head there. All right. You make your way down to the Tin Street Market, which business for the day is mostly closed, but there's a lot of eatery there that are still open. Time for some dinner. You guys walk in. Two of you have kind of been here before, so you know, don't wait to be told where to sit. Just sit right down. And here comes the haggard wench popping over. The short, leathery lady that you don't know. She human? Is she a goblin? Widget's gonna make the mistake. Hey... How are you doing? She just goes, Ew. What can I do for you? May we trouble you for one special? Perhaps a special, special. She kind of looks with a little bit of recognition about the two of you. And then I summon a fish. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't I seen you two before? Yes. No. Uh, what's with this one? She's with us. She will also have a special special. Hi. <laughs> All right. A hundred Zenos. And I remind Lorzach that Venmoing is an option, and I hand over a hundred Zenos. So, after a brief moment, she comes back with a big old bucket of nuts, lays it down, to which you see Widget immediately go to reach Slap his hand away. (laughs) Ah, what day? Cannot eat the nuts. Why not? You'll see. Yes, we'll be very clear very soon. Ah, I am very hungry. 
And uh, I goes, order a fish for Widget. Oh, great. <laughs> using the staff for my once a day charge. And you just hand him a raw fish and he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> Brevin takes it and goes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's gross. So up and around into the alley. I actually give the bucket to Fakara and say, you're going you're gonna to probably like this. Uh, okay. Don't eat the nuts. Follow us. <laughs> you okay. Walk, you walk around the alley. You see that Chav SOB waiting, <laughs> waiting in the corner. Hey, Who, we, he immediately, it's been how long? Like, like two weeks? Like not weeks? even, like 10 days maybe? And he just comes around the corner and he's like, ah, uh, well, oh, come on. No, he'll, he'll want to hear this. He'll want to. <laughs> he's got a good... <laughs> I, I bet you this dude like actually knows Widget. Like, <laughs> like these two guys are like the same voice. So it's like, oh, all right, Widget. Oh, hey, how you doing? How's it going? Hey, it's all right. You know, places. Yeah. Ah, oh, you probably haven't heard, but I'm retired now. Oh, nice. You available for hire? You know, blowing things up and stuff. Ah, yeah, I'm. I'm uh. I think I'm going to raise beetles. <laughs> All right. And you go. You guys get led down into the super seedy underbelly lounge of Mr. Frankie Peanuts. And you guys come sauntering in to where you see, who hasn't met him before, a big fucking loxodon elephant in whatever the Ravnikin fantasy equivalent of a suit is. Hanging out, placing the bucket of nuts next to him, and he just kind of looks up at the two of you and goes, If I'm not mistaken, our business is done. And if I were to tell you that your business is about to be robbed, how would you react? Uh, not very friendly-like. To be clear, we're not the ones doing it. We were yes, that's that is. Uh, thank you for Carl. We are not here to rob you, Frankie Peanuts. I appreciate you making the distinction. <laughs> that wasn't great. Yeah, we were approached in the Velveteen Demon by an ogre who wanted to recruit us to steal some money from a caravan that we believe is uh, destined for your coffers, Mister Peanuts. So we're actually here offering a favor, like ah, well, that's very kind to you. You did us a solid before. So, out of the graciousness of your hearts, you come here to my establishment and uh, try and convince me that my money's in trouble. What exactly do you think you've uncovered? A plot to steal protection money from one of the theaters of Ravnica. All right. So you might know something. Which theater is it? Uh... He was unable to tell us the answer to that question without agreeing to help him, which we did not do. Whichever one is shipping it up the Transguild Promenade to you around 10 a.m. tomorrow, ring any bells? Well, payment's supposed to come tomorrow. You gotta understand. I got a lot of people I gotta protect. You know what I mean? There's a lot of frail people here in Ravnica. A lot of people that need protection are some of the stronger blokes. Yeah, which exact theater it is, oh, I can't say. That's really honorable of you to take that upon yourself to help so many people. Yeah. Yeah. It's Lauren face palms. <laughs> you could say we're honorable. Honorable. And the, the whole the whole the whole sort of lounge is sort of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, you're not too bad. You're kind of funny. You should do comedy. Oh, I, I, I tried. It didn't, it, it wasn't, it, it didn't go well. So, tomorrow I'm supposed to be concerned about something you say might happen with something that maybe is mine, isn't mine, who's to say? For a, uh... Small payment, we'd be willing to try and protect it for you. Why would we want payment for that? We're just doing what's right. The payment itself isn't really right, so right and wrong feels a little squiffy. Right, wrong. It's just two sides of the same coin, love. But, I mean, we just want to help you. 
Well, that's very gracious of you. So it sounds like you're willing to do it for free. No. Uh, I see. But he's being nice and protecting all of these people. Why would we... That's... Fakara. Yeah? They protect people. Yeah? The way the Orzov give newlywed couples a new lease on life. What? Oh, God. Well, I got bad news for you, chaps. I'm not being very friendly right now. You think you're going to march into here, the den of Frankie Peanuts, and try and extort me out of my payments? You must be out of your mind. To be fair, I was not having any of the extortion. I was trying to help. Yeah, the cow's all right. You two have got me sussed. You bring the black and white bloke in here, pretending like you don't know what's going on. You march in here trying to threaten me, extort payments out of me. We came as a professional courtesy to alert you to an impending robbery. What you choose to do with it is your business, Mr. Peanuts. We can go home. And to be fair, the ogre that tried to accost us into robbing you also tried to poison Lorzach here after he... Refused the request. You refused and you got poisoned. That is the case. Mm-hmm. Seen any black spots lately? On a red cocktail napkin, for example? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say this politely, but you're fucked. Do enlighten me. Well, it's not so much a black spot, it's more of a target. You done pissed off the Shatter Gang brothers. And you just hear Widget go, ah, oh, this just keeps getting worse. So I'll turn to Widget and say, explain? I gotta stop hanging out with you guys. <laughs> the Shatter Gang brothers, a uh, couple of goblins. I mean, look, there's a lot of us goblins out there that got a proficiency in blowing things up. Mostly ourselves. Some of us are skilled and uh, aren't crazy and therefore decided, hey, the Boros Legion, they pay, give you a place to sleep. You know, if you're going to blow up, at least you might do it trying to do something good. Shadow Gang Brothers, on the other hand, oh boy, they are crazy in the noggin. They like blowing up for the fun of it, and they are a gang, and they are not nice. Yeah, that uh, that black spot ain't so much poison, target. Poison's meant to slow you down so somebody can drop a grenade on your head. They're goblins. Yeah, yeah. Barrett runs. You see him like contort mentally to figure out the logic that was just given as hard facts. And really struggle with the concept of a semi-poisoning for the sake of an easier grenade drop. Well, have you ever tried to throw a grenade at somebody's head? They dodge a lot. If they're poisoned, they don't move as fast. It makes perfect sense. She is not wrong. (laughs) So, how do we get rid of the black spot that we accidentally got on your behalf? Well, squid pro quo, my friend. That's not it. But I summon an octopus just in case that's what he needed. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, okay, great. (laughs) There's your dry stand-up. Um... (laughs) Right now, your friend here is marked for a bombing. Okay. Seems I got a problem on my hand, and that is got to protect my interests. However, moving out in the middle of the day, making moves on my enemies on the promenade, not exactly keen on my interest. I tell you what, last arrangement seemed to work out pretty well. You do a favour for me, I'll do a favour for you. My, my, we keep finding ourselves in this situation. Fair is fair, square is square, circles are circles. So they keep telling me. Wait, so you guys worked with this, this guy before? Yeah, it's a really long story that 100% does not involve the disappearance of Darius Vane. Really? Uh, okay. I know nothing about any of that. First time I ever met these chaps swears on my mother's grave. Your mother's alive. You said that last time. Well, God bless her. (laughs) So, we got a deal. If you can rub out one black spot, we can ensure that your money reaches you quite safely, Mr. Peanuts. There we go. I know one of you was smart. So, here's what I know. 
tomorrow morning about 10.30. I'm expecting a payment coming through the Transkill Promenade. All my payments come through the Transkill Promenade. It's a way to shake off. Little goblins that like to drop bombs on them. However, I confess I am not sure which theatre is supposed to be paying me tomorrow. Therefore, you got one of four options. Do you know where the payment is supposed to be delivered? Yeah, here. Which is north, south, east, or west from the promenade? West. We are currently west of the promenade. Yeah. So by that logic, the payment can't be coming from the west because it's going to the west. It could be doubling back. That would be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm following. So north, south, or east? Yes. Yeah. What time is it now? It's night time. <laughs> Touche. Uh, so, we, but we got at least twenty-five percent of the options are eliminated. We got at least ten hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a long rest to, to me. Talk to <laughs> <laughs> take the long rest. Payment doesn't make it. To he only said there were four theaters. Yeah, we've got enough time to talk to all of them. Yeah, we do that's true. We oh, can probably do that in ten hours. We know the payment isn't coming from the west. Does that eliminate any of the theaters? Is there one theater north, one south, one east, one west, or is it is that where we're at? Well, it is a bit more complication than that. I mean, a promenade's a bunch of side streets, right? It's not like they're going to walk straight through Agra's Coast with a bag full of money, and uh, it's not a bag full of money. It's uh, it's more like a carriage full of money. A carriage that will come from a direction and leave heading west. Yeah. So I still think we can say that the money's not coming from the west. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we figured that out. Okay, great. But, you know, you're going to go interrogate some theaters. I I can't imagine they're going to think you work for me. Can... Simic Fishman going in there saying, Hey, what's going on with your uh, protection money that's totally out of the goodness of our hearts? He's looking at Fakara. We're just being very considerate citizens. Uh, they're not likely to talk to you. These are rectos, my friend. These are You're going to get a knife in your belly. Well, first of all, I'm a frog man, but thank you. And second of all... Well, squares is squares and circles is circles. That's true. Hey, you learn something every day. Can we please have the names of the other three things? I mean, if that ogre comes to you pretty confident... And he's expecting that payment to come through the promenade. The Westerly house ain't got to go through the promenade. So the Westerlies didn't do it. What are the other uh, theaters called? Well, there's the South Bend. That's down in the south. Um, There's the East Beast. Yeah, that's like a leather club. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Over in the... <laughs> Over in the Rakdos district. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so it's a Minotaur Club? That's super cool. Uh, Harris <laughs> puts his hand on the car's back and goes, No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. boy. I am so glad I don't work there anymore. How old are you, Fagara? Uh, let's see. My so day. there's the South Bend, the East Beast. And the Northern Light. And that one's to the east. Oh, I'm just kidding. That's up north. Uh, if you were a betting man and had an inkling as to where we should start, what would you recommend, Mr. Peanuts? Not to the west. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, Lord's Edge is going to propose. I will tell you that there will not be enough time for you to make a giant arc around Ravnica and hit three places in ten hours. Unless we split up. Ooh. Which is what every DM loves to hear <laughs> every time. <laughs> you butt. Uh, with the accepted risk that there are Rakdos cultists at every location, and that's probably the least safe way to approach this. 
other solutions. We have to, we have three theaters we need to eliminate in an amount of time where we can't talk to all three. We can talk to two and hope that we roll well. We either find one or we know which one the third is. If we eliminate two, that does leave us with only one option. Two of us go to two theaters each? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have time to hit two theaters, if not three? If you split up... You can hit two theaters. You can hit two theaters, but you won't be able to communicate back with each other. I mean, you will, you will have time to I have go, a thing. You have time to go to a theater. Right. And then get back to the promenade to set up. Got it. So if we each go to separate theaters... Once Perix hypothetically is done with whatever theater he goes to, he could send a message back to the other party who would have 25 words of response. If that's how it works, yeah. That is how the spell works. Hooray! Does that feel like the plan, Lord Zatch? You're the one whose life is at stake. Well, it's the surest and also most risky way to do this. Do you see a better option? One that gives us clearer answers? No. One that makes sure that we're all alive at the end? Yeah. What's that? I like that one better. We stay stay together, we hit one theater, and then we can worry about covering the Transguild Promenade if we got it wrong. You know what I mean? You've got to be at the right place at the right right time because here's the thing. Those guys you turn down are after that money. So if you're trying to make sure that money gets through, you know there's a group of people out there trying to stop it from getting through. Um, well, we know we're looking for a carriage. Yes. Yeah, we but know we're looking for a carriage. There's a lot of those, though. So the Transguild Promenade is a major network of paths oh. in the center of the 10th District, where not only the statue of Agris Koss is located, but it's also a public pedway system that connects all of the guild halls together and is also where there is a, a, a big monument that is a testament to the peace and unity of all 10 guilds. So we know they're in a wagon, which granted there's lots of wagons, but it's going to be a specifically a Rakdos wagon, specifically going westerly. True. All those are true sentences. Eventually, yes. Right. Those are all true sentences. Yeah. So it's just a matter of figuring. Uh, I, I don't mean to burst your bubble there, but uh, if you owe someone like me a lot of money, uh, I don't think you'd be marching it through the center of town. Marked. Marked. Yeah. Um. Especially if these clowns know that these Rakdos clubs are giving me money. Walking around with a big old sign that says, I am a Rectos Club, marching through the promenade. Ah, that, uh, that's suspicious. Do they uh, use like an armored car service or is it all internal? Okay. That was a, uh, a shrug from DM Brian for our listeners at home. Hey, the money makes it where the money makes it, and then I get it. So we know it's coming from the north. I the- mean, you got to remember. I'm not actually a part of this, right? I don't charge protection money. I, I don't. I'm not involved with these businesses at all. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. This is going out on a limb, but do they pay you in anything other than Zenos and Zibs? Uh, no. All right. Told you. Uh, okay. They're something, coming. Something peanut joke. They're coming from the north, the east, the south. They're in a carriage that's unmarked. We need to figure out which of the three theaters they're coming from, or more specifically, which road they're going to be on before 1030. We have time to go to one theater, two if we split up. Let's do this. Fakara and I should split up because she has her boots. I have fine steed. We go, split the party up. Perix, you relay the information, whatever you get, to the other group, and that way we can coordinate very quickly together. If it's one of the theaters, we can meet up there. If it's not one of the theaters, we know that we can go there. To the final one. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Uh, does that mean, does your steed allow someone to ride with you? And can we ride on Fakara's back? I mean, I could probably carry one of you. We are small. <laughs> uh, DM says no. Wow. Oh. What do you think, Lorzach? It's your life. Split up or try and find a single party option? 
alternatively, we could always make some sort of threats to the Grand Promenade in order to clear everyone from the area? That is an insane Boros <laughs> choice, and I'm about it. Calling in a bomb threat. No carriages allowed. <laughs> that would be a threat against all ten guilds. That's true. Right, but nobody needs to know that it was us. Oh, <laughs> I, I would get caught. I think the safest thing to do. Uh, I don't mean to interject here, but uh, I don't know if you've ever been face to face with with a law mage before, but, uh, yeah. oh man, they strap you down. You know, I'm just. And they just, you know, I mean, we're talking about trying to, uh, yeah, oh yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're gonna get away with something. No one's gonna find out, even though, you know, there's like spooky little Demir guys kicking around who literally pulled the thoughts out of your brain. You're insane. Um, I think that the safest option that also covers the most ground is that one person who focuses on healing. So me and Saloran split with Fakara and Perix. And um, Widget can join whoever he likes. We check out two theaters. And if we get it wrong twice... We know it's the third. We know it's the third, yeah. And hopefully we're there in time. We can get there in time, yeah. Yeah. That's a risk... It is less risky than splitting the party three ways yes. where one of us, this guy, can be isolated and killed. Um, but it also <laughs> By the covers. Way, Andrew pointed to himself on this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also covers more ground than sending us all in one direction and we have a 33% chance of getting it right. This right. way we have a majority chance of getting it right. And I can only send a message. Well, actually I could burn two spell slots and send two messages. But yes, this the option you have proposed is the least resistance. So here's what I'm going to propose. Okay. Um, Lorzach and Fakara go to one theater. Saloran and Parax go to another theater. Okay. Widget uh, can be with whoever he likes. Uh, I got you, Elf buddy. I'm going to help you out. I appreciate that. You're yeah. a true friend. Also, you know, this one worries me. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Birds of a feather. All right. So uh, here's the problem. We got to assume that uh, these other guys know exactly where to be at the right time. Kabo. So where are we going? Uh, one of us takes north. One of us takes south. And if we're wrong, we go east. Yeah. North party. Sure. Guess who's going to South Bend? I mean, I'm a little sad we're not going to the East Beast, but, you know. <laughs> we might end up there. <sighs> we might end up at the East Beast. Never you worry. All right. I believe we have a uh, plan of action. Well, best of luck to you. I hope this works out. Hey, uh, uh, Frankie. Yeah. Feel free to say you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just I curious. I have no idea what you're talking about. There was a box. I was wondering what was in it. I don't think I recall what you're talking about. Yeah, I figured. It was worth a shot. Have a great night. Just like I don't quite recall what happened to Mr. Darius Vane. Haven't you heard? He's been murdered. Oh, well, that's some terrible news. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. And off we go. Uh, yeah. Lorzach, Fakara, and Widget head to the Northern Light. And the two who hate each other more than anyone in the party head to the South Bend. And now, a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free, and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. Saloran. Yes. Finding Steed. What, what, is it, what does it say as far as you what know, you summon? 
You summon a spirit that assumes the form of an unusually intelligent, strong, and loyal steed, creating a long-lasting bond with it. Appearing in an un uh, unoccupied space within the range, the steed takes on the form that you choose, a warhorse, oh, it's up to the DM's discretion what animals can be used. The steed has the statistics of the chosen form, though it is a celestial, fey, or fiend, your choice, instead of a normal type. Additionally, it is intelligence six. If it has an intelligence lower than six, it has it can understand one language of my choice that I can speak. Uh, it can be a mount. It can be yeah. It's and it it just stays out until it dies. So as an Orzov, what will appear before you is something you are familiar with. Something that to the Orzov is a symbol of servitude and burden. And so you will summon an alms beast, which is a huge hulking gray thing that's almost like a cow and gorilla smushed together with really really big heavy forearms very very tiny back legs and a face that's just sort of where a neck should be uh with a, with a gold mask and you can hop on it and uh and it's ugly right <laughs> so <laughs> has, has parrots ever seen one of these has Perrix ever seen one of these? Yeah. You at the at the festival. Wasn't there. That was You prepping. weren't at the festival. I mean, you've seen these around. <laughs> these are around? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Doors up ride these all the time and they use them to spread tithes and 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 they're like uh they're like, you know, campaign trucks. Oh, cool. Uh then I'm not all that interested. I thought he'd be stoked. Uh no, as far as biology goes, this is the opposite. Like if the simic if the simic like to evolve things and modify them, the Orzov do the opposite. They kind of take a thing and then make a shittier version of it <laughs> and then and then abuse it for servitude. Inbreeding. <laughs> like like you know, like you've got you've got servants that other people have, right? Ah, people have servants. People are, are in indentured positions within Ravnica. They took that concept and shrunk it down and, like, dried it out like jerky. And now you've got these thralls. So, it's something else that already exists, but worse. So the alms beast appears and Parrick's like, okay. Nope. <laughs> For the viewers at home, this creature is now telepathically linked to me. And it will stay alive um, until it is killed. And it, it is, instead of being an alms beast proper, it is an alms beast fiend. So Lauren hops on the alms beast and looks over at Perix and says, keep up, and starts riding to the next club. Perix calls from behind Saloran. I got a fiend too. And the octopus just sort of crawls up over his shoulder. <laughs> and then I say to the octopus, you're better, little buddy. <laughs> That's and the sound it makes. <laughs> Brevin goes... What about me, Master? But Saloran's already gone. Oh, and so he, uh, I'll look at Brevin and be like, "Give it." <laughs> no, like the, the the Brevin will hop on you. Okay, here we go. And off we go Whee! to the South Bend. To the South Bend. Let's start with you guys. Where the fuck are we? You get to the South Bend, and surprise, it's not what you thought it was. When the Rakdos mean bend, they mean bend. It's a, uh, it's like a bondage skin hanging joint. Suspension. <laughs> Suspension. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get down there and it is messed up. It's people who like being put in cages. It's people who don't like being put in cages. That's basically the binary. Right, 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 right. You know, like, contortionists are the least freaky thing that you see in there. Uh, it's a lot of uh, bondage and self-torture. Uh, 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 for entertainment. Perix is not protective of people, but for whatever reason, he is, like, to Brevin. He's like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Stay over here. <laughs> but I also imagine, I also imagine with Perix... That if we were to grab you and try and like break a bone, no, no, I would bend in a circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your arm would just, your arm would just stretch around like a gummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, I am Gumby. I think that's a very good frame of reference. Uh, but Saloran marching in all shiny is, uh, is, is kind of a thing. And uh, yeah, you get, you get a, a, a woman with innumerable piercings who comes up to you, Perix, and is like. Ah, I bet you bend all the way around. I lean in and I say, you should see my octopus. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and, she, and the octopus crawls out and, she goes, and curls no, its thing in yeah, a circle. And she goes, 
And what part's the octopus? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly a little scared. <laughs> and Not even there. But I'm yeah, just like off in the distance. Picard goes. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but it was weird. Uh, so I, uh, uh, I will say to this madam, making assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk with anyone who owns this establishment? Uh, why? Do you have a complaint? We have been sent because it is possible. Someone is trying to rob you, and we've been asked to stop them. Wait here. No need to not be to the point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, right, I, I'm yeah. here to be helpful. <laughs> yeah, if you've got true intentions, they'll at least notice that and then kick your ass. So. And then you just hear boom, boom, boom as this big motherfucking ogre comes down. <laughs> Is it the same ogre as before? It is not the same ogre as before. This oh. one is much scarier. <laughs> is it the ogre from Darius Vane? He's got like rods in him. Oh, <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, like, like a centibite. Like pieces of his skin oh. are just sort of like flayed. Like a steel inquisitor. Yeah. Oh. And this dude's like, you know, the, the space behind the jaw muscle that opens the jaw has been flayed open. So he has these weird like holes on the side of his face and he just comes down the stairs with a fee fi fo fum and just says I hear there's two strangers who want a bending (laughs) (laughs) I'm Bender Bender Rodriguez Roll initiative Are you serious? (laughs) Nat 20! <laughs> 18! Again, I only roll well on initiative. I'm suddenly feeling very good about our just our choice to go north. Oh boy. I'm I not love th- bending. Do, 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 do. If you think if you think dramatically, go bend. The next one will be a little bigger before the final fight. So, in a flash, like Andre the Giant, this ogre rushes you and tries to grapple you, Perix. Strength check. Fuck you! Now you know how it feels. No, I don't. You're large. I literally bend. <laughs> Eight. Twenty-three. <laughs> you are grappled. And as I get grappled, all I say is, we're just trying to help. So am I. Uh, Saloran. Saloran sighs, wondering how his life choices got him to this moment. <laughs> Looks at. You just got a promotion and look where you are. I know. Just hitting the highs and lows all in one day. <laughs> like, immediately, Brevin starts running around with his hands in the air. Can Brevin take care of the octopus? So Lauren looks at the ogre and tries to plant his will against this ogre's will with the command spell. That is a DC save 16 wisdom, please. Natural 20. What the fuck, Brian? Suck it. So Lauren's mind feels either a very Star Wars mind or a mind that is basically mush and can't be messed with anyway. And he just yells out, sorry, fish. (laughs) You have encountered an ogre who has found his purpose in life, and that is to bend things. He is clear on his mission. Fight my shiny ogre ass. Barracks. Well, Barracks is grappled. <laughs> and he's not going to try and break grapple because that is useless. <laughs> I could do an hit's ability and get advantage on strength checks that all have a minus one. Or the crystal could glow a deep red as Parix's entire body starts to boil. And then Parix will put his hands right up against the ogre wherever his arms happen to be and fire burning hands. Oof. Dexterity 17 save, please. And if he somehow dodges this... 16. (laughs) Thank you for the level up, because it was a 16 last level. Uh, All right. He will take so many D6. Not that many points, though. That is three ones and two twos on five D6. Oh, my goodness. Get wrecked. So... Get bent. 
that would be seven points of burning damage out of a uh, possible 36. Ooh, he's a Rakdos. That's not how math works. He's a Rakdos. You tried to burn him. He's like, oh, and you tickled him. Yeah. Uh, you can make it opposing strength tech to try and break the grapple. Strength tech. Shut up. 11? 24. Yeah, okay. <laughs> It's and all Peric says is, Saloran! You're gonna get bent! Did I get an advantage on this? Like, I no. bend, I don't break. No, he gets advantage attacking you while you're grappled. Yeah, but like, I'm Gumby. You take 11 bending damage. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge that verbally. You just you just see him you just see him start start switching Perix around. Perix like ah, oh God. <laughs> trying to tie him in a knot. Even though I don't have bones, you hear me cracking, <laughs> popping air air pockets. Yeah. Uh, Saloran sighs. He's just so depressed about where he's at, and just attacks with a morning star. Oof. That is a fail. God damn it, Saloran. <laughs> He's just like not even there. If I fucking die in the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking of his sheets. He misses his bed. He's gonna attack again. It's been like 12 hours. That's a 24 to hit. Yeah. God. He's also going to cast Wrathful Smite on a bonus action. That does 14 piercing damage. Oof. And. Four psychic damage. Hey! Ooh. And he must make a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh-oh. Thirteen. He is now frightened of me. Oh, and no. because of my conquering aura, he cannot move. Wow. Well, why'd you frighten him then? Because I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. Right, but he can't move, but he, he also- He could have moved until he was frightened. Oh, okay. Now that he's frightened, he can't move. What's the point of that combo? To stop them in their tracks. Right, but if they're frightened, they can't move towards you anyway. Well, now they can't run either. Right, so you can just keep hitting them. All right. Go after the dude with full plate armor instead of the fish. Perix! Ah, fuck. Oh, it's me. <laughs> I thought you were saying I was getting attacked because you started moving your hand like you were rolling dice. Uh, if Perix turns his head to the side in the middle of his bending, in fact, his head might already be to the side, <laughs> <laughs> can I see any kind of fun yes. bendy gear? There's... There's metal shit everywhere. Yeah. It's a Rakdos hangout. I know. I would you like, can probably find some on him. I would like to find <laughs> anything that could fly in a straight line yeah. at the ogre. There's hooks and pins. and So, Barracks can't move, but he glows a light blue inside the, the <laughs> ogre's arms, and he looks to the side, and he goes, that's an interesting swing, and launches it. Not the swing that'll be attached to something. That's an interesting piece of metal, and launches it. <laughs> You get, like, the end of a chain. Dexterity 17, please. Five. Great. Fucking Christ. <laughs> how's, your, how's your dice damage there, big guy? Seven points of blood <laughs> damage. Come on, fish. Out of a possible 24. <laughs> get good, bro. <sighs> Perix, end of your turn. S opposing strength check. Yeah. Changing to a new die. Nine? Not natural 20. <laughs> Stay grappled. So, um... Get wrecked, frog! He has advantage while you're grappled. However, he is afraid of Saloran, so he gets disadvantage from that, so they cancel out. He's just gonna try and bend you farther and twist you in a way to protect himself from... Saloran and his scary visage. Fifteen. To hit? Yes. Somehow, in a way that doesn't seem to make any sense, Perix casts shield, and it does not work. All right, I'm not going to worry about the math of that too hard, but uh, <laughs> sure. He can make a wisdom check. Not a save, but a check to see if he breaks the frightened status. We need to talk about whose side you're on. <laughs> <laughs> He's on everyone's and no one's side. Uh, I don't think uh, an 11 is going to work. Nope. Okay. Saloran's kind of enjoying this. <sighs> Fucking Saloran. 
I get to beat something up. Perix gets twisted. It's a win-win. Ha! Zaloran. He's gonna keep wailing away with that morning star. I like the idea that you're just like behind him, like, stop! <laughs> I, know, I know. Like this thing has Perix up in the air and is trying to twist him. <laughs> he's just like, what? Zaloran's like, what? let him go! And then Brev is just the octopus inks. The first attack hits for 21. Ooh. The second one hits for 23. Oh no! That is 26 piercing damage. So Lauren swings, swings. Let go of my fish. I don't know. I don't know how feels about this description. (laughs) Perix. You're up. Yeah, sure. Uh, Perix got a new spell that he is anxious to try? No. Perix looks at another piece of metal and continues to glow blue because he can't move to launch another piece of metal at this fucking ogre. Would he please make a dexterity saving throw? And I'm casting it at a higher level to add one more damage die to offset whatever is happening right now. 15. Yeah, we're fine. 17 is my number. All right. Much better to take 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, yeah. What do you hit him with? Uh, I look over and I see a... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I look to my left and I see a human male reaching back to hit a Vidalcan male with a paddle of some kind, but the paddle flies out of his hand and hits the ogre in the face. (laughs) So this paddle comes flying over and just catches this ogre square on the jaw and just And he falls over. Can I get a dexterity saving throw from you, Ned? This is at least better than the strength. Okay. Aura. Thank you, baby. 24. All right, you get out of the way. As, so, it, so no. <laughs> as it falls on its face. Perix lands, and his, he's almost like... His body kind of resets, but he is stuck in a position for just a couple seconds, and like you see him at an L curve to the floor, like, Ow! <laughs> Well, I think it was good for him. And he points at the ogre that I think Sloren thinks is smiling. And uh, the the whole place just goes super quiet. And Perix goes, <laughs> as he stands up straight. And then you just hear, oh. <laughs> and the whole room claps. Oh, good. That was good. And then, uh, and then you see sort of like a fat rectus slob in a robe that's open and him just in far too small underwear walking out greasy, just full Harkonnen as he just comes out the thing and just, somebody clean that up if you would now. Hello, patrons. Are we having a good time? Should I be a bad cop right now? Perry's going to be like, just be a cop, man. Oh, yes, please. Let's be bad. So Lauren's going to walk up to him. Okay, this may be too dicey for the podcast. So Lauren's going to walk up. (laughs) What the fuck are you about to say? Okay, go. I'm here for it. So Lauren walks up to him and reaches between his legs and just grips hard and goes, we're working for one Frankie Peanuts and you have just made a very bad mistake. That is a 26 for intimidation. You realize you're in like a torture house, right? I know he might like it, yeah, but... He's going to be super into <laughs> The Orzov rule book is very clear. And this gross dude just sort of like open mouth licks his lips like... Well, I wasn't expecting such a gift. Uh, who knew the Orzov could be so persuasive? <laughs> mm, let me think about this for a minute. And what sort of favor can I do for you? Parix goes, you good, man? So Lauren just goes, uh, can you deep clean my armor later? <laughs> You've been counter-persuaded. <laughs> Parix says, we are under some information that the... That you make payments to Frankie Peanuts for protection. Is that true? Uh, Is this a guild business? No. 
I see. Well, if you're here on official business from Mr. Peanuts, you can send him back the confidence that our payments are on time. And would you happen to have one going this morning? Because Frankie Peanuts is afraid that someone's trying to rob it. No, we've made our last payment two weeks ago, if I remember correctly. Are you in contact with the owners of either the East Beast or the Northern Light? No, not particularly. You wouldn't happen to know what their payment schedule would be like? No. Well, then, uh, insight. Six. Uh, <laughs> I seem to forget. Maybe the answer needs to be beaten out of me. So Lauren just lets go. All right. <laughs> let's go. Perrick says, here's a gift. And Frog slaps him on the way out. Uh, yes. Do hurry back. So Lauren hops on his alms beast and says to Perrick, to the... Uh, Northampton, wherever the others are. Uh, Parrix is going to say... Uh, Northampton. That's <laughs> in my head. Northern Light. Saloran so, uh, hops on his alms beast and says, to Northern Lights. Question? Is the idea that these things happen simultaneously? Like, if I send a message yes. now, okay. will they get it at the end of theirs? Yes. Okay, so great. We should go to the Grand Promenade. So Parrix will cast Sending and say... South Bend is a dead end, and then put three laughing emojis followed by that rhymed. You should put an eggplant in there too. And I'm sending it to Lord's Hatch. To the Grand Promenade. And eggplant poison sign. <laughs> Octopus bend. On the next encounter party. Half the team may have made it out alive, but Fikara, Lorzach, and Widget are still on their way to the next clue. Still no closer to an answer, our players can hear the clock ticking away. Or is that the sound of a bomb being primed? Either way, it's lights out at the Northern Light. Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Perix here, with a quick message for you from the Encounter Party team. I've been modified so many times, but the next modification will be to give an auto-review to my favorite podcast on the platform of your choice. You can find your adaptation and news and updates on the show at EncounterParty.com. I also might modify myself to just automatically join the Facebook group The Encounter Party, or even give a follow to us on Twitter and Instagram at Encounter underscore Party. Why? Because Encounter Party is dope, we are looking to interact with you more. Thanks, y'all.